0: You're listening to WrestlingTradingCards.com.
1: Hey, Russian car collectors welcome to another edition of wtc tv and i'm here again with paul the price guy hey man.
0: tony How? nice to see you brother another you doing, month
1: doing i'm good i'm yeah.
0: good what a month it
1: was huh yeah i'm i'm, I'm tired from some things that had nothing to do with uh with, with the hobby but <laughs> uh, so pardon me for this if i seem a little uh, out of it but um
0: uh, no, last, the, the, last month last month was fairly quiet but the month of august month of august it was you know a big month in wrestling a, a, well, a big 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 month in wrestling cards huge month in wrestling and a astounding month in the hobby in general and we'll talk yeah. about all these
1: well let's uh, let's let's just cut i mean now we, we have a little bit of a structure how we do this uh this episode so let's, let's cut right to the news man let's just talk about news and then we'll get to our websites and stuff and Sure. what's going on what's going on news man well
0: (laughs) have you heard anything great (laughs) yeah let's talk about wrestling in general you know like you know before we get into the big news with fanatics and the hobby and, and we talk about what's been released let's just talk about wrestling in general i mean look at what's happened in the last couple of weeks we had the return of brock lesnar we had the return of Becky Lynch, both at SummerSlam and then of yep. course the big one, CM Punk last weekend. Yeah. So tell me now, Tony, what are people going to chant when they get bored at WWE events? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Who knows? They have a lot to chat about, actually.
0: <laughs> yeah. They
1: really do. They could be chanting about Bray. They could, uh, you know, Wyatt. They could be chanting about, you know, still throwing CM Punk out there. I'm sure it's going to happen. It's like it's kind of like the yeah, new one. <laughs> yeah.
0: Daniel Bryan may still be coming along. So the stakes yep. are getting higher for sure. It's getting it's a great time to be a wrestling fan. Oh, know, big time. You- if you weren't into AEW, and we'll, we'll talk about the, the craziness of the cards and boxes and stuff in a bit, um, you know. But it's not even, not even
1: AEW. We have like, you know, NWA uh, power has been like, they just had yeah. the pay-per-view last night, which was amazing. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of stuff going on, man.
0: Yeah, Impact's big. Ring of Honor's doing well. Of course, Ws having crazy, uh, crazy nights. But, you know, I don't ever remember a month like this where we had a return of CM Punk. And this is just like seven years in the making. Yeah. And then we also had Brock coming back. And then and Becky, I don't know if Becky was planned or if that was maybe a reaction to CM Punk. It was, seemed a bit off the cuff, but...
1: Yeah, um, it did.
0: Yeah, it, just, it was just exciting. I was like, you know, man, what, what a month in wrestling, you know? So if you're sort of the casual fan and you happen to tune in this month, you're treated to quite a bit.
1: It reminds me of like the old days, too, where you kind of like had to switch channels to move to things and find out right. what's going on where. And like, it, it became like I had to watch wrestling Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's like it was just.
0: Yeah, you know what? It, you know what? You know what? It felt like to me, it was like when Punk sort of came down and jumped in the crowd, then, then got into the ring and sat down that reminded me of when, when Scott Hall walked out the first time on, on Nitro and it's like, okay, you know, the war is on when he sat down in that ring. I said, yeah, for the first time, it feels like, all right, now we got some competition for real, you know, not that AEW uh, hadn't, risen themselves to that level. Yeah, already. we we have all kind of
1: assumed that. That just kind of yeah. like, you know, put the icing on the cake really for that. Like we're 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 in a full-fledged war.
0: <laughs> I think so, you know, and 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 all all us wrestling fans are gonna be all the better for it. You know, yep. it was just a great month in wrestling itself. Um but the big news in the hobby world and this goes beyond just wrestling art is the fact that a couple weeks ago we were all blindsided by the information that uh that tops would no longer be producing um Major League Baseball cards. This is something that they've but, had from and, the 50s, and,
1: and it went beyond that actually, kind of too, really. So yeah,
0: and uh, yeah, it, it was it was it was a 70 year deal, but all of a sudden uh, ended, and we do know that uh, Panini is the same thing with 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 basketball. But I don't think that anyone was more surprised than Topps when when the news came out, because from what I understand, Michael Eisner was livid and had had words about it. Yeah, and this was a company that was about to go public, Topps, right? Yeah, um, so like Michael Eisner, the, with,
1: I think it was that week.
0: Yeah well he, he lost you know so that got called off immediately and Eisner lost a, a shit ton of money and uh, this was a done deal by the time Topps found out about it you know and rumors are that this, the scale of it is 20 times the existing license but this is something that's been ongoing for a while and Fanatics what they did was they were negotiating. Now I want to talk about Fanatics in a little bit of detail and more specifically uh, Michael Rubin because this is one special guy and for um <laughs> All the collecting, uh, all the collectors out there and all the people in the hobby, if you don't know who Michael Rubin is, um, you're gonna know about him soon. Now he appeared on my radar probably about 10 years ago. I, I enjoy uh, getting into profiles of young entrepreneurs and people that have been uber successful in life. Mm-hmm. And, and this, this cat is, is, is really special. Um, he, he caught my radar when at the age of 38, he'd sold his company GSI, which at that point had uh, bought Fanatics. Fanatics was a bricks and mortar uh, sporting goods store in Florida. Yep and they, they sort of uh, merged with other companies. And basically at the time when the internet sort of came around and everyone was trying to figure out how do we spell our sporting goods online? Um, you know, that's when Michael Rubin, he decided that, all right, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna look at how this stuff is done and he created GSI. But, you know, he's he's the kind of guy, you know, that, I don't know, it's great, but like there's, there's a lot of billionaires, right? Um, and there's even young billionaires. but there's not a lot of self-made billionaires, you know, and there's not a lot of, you know, like if, if your grandfather was Sam Walton, that's a little bit different, a little bit than, different yeah. than, than yeah. something like this. Now, Michael Rubin, you know what he sounds like? Hmm. Me and you. You know? <laughs> you, know, you, know, you know you know what he looks like? kind of like me and you. You have your traditional billionaire, your Michael Eisner mogul types, your Vince McMahon, your Sharif Khans, you know, guys that work from the ground up that have a certain look. Um, this dude, uh, Michael Rubin, is as normal looking and communicative as they can get. And he's compelling. Now, this guy in his business career has become one of the most connected guys around. Um, what happened basically was, he built Global Sports. What he'd done was he'd figure out the infrastructure for sporting goods companies all around to be able to host their own websites and sell their own stuff using his technology. And he built that business to the point where it was attractive to, um, to eBay. Now, I don't know if you remember... In the early days of amazon they used to have specific amazon shops mm-hmm. right where you could have vela cards under amazon i don't know if they still do it like that but ebay was looking to the, to do the same thing so they bought his technology and his software michael software uh, which was a company called gsi um, for 2.5 billion dollars now the beautiful thing that happened in this deal they, they they created something called ebay enterprise which was basically trying to compete with amazon using the technology that Ruben and his company gsi created now Throughout that time, he'd acquired Fanatics and a few other sporting properties, and his thing again was vertical integration. And when we talk about Fanatics today, the company is way more than just a sporting goods uh, online uh, player. Mm-hmm. They're an e-commerce, uh, huge, uh, mega uh, mega company, you know, um, with very symbiotic relationships with major league Major League Baseball, with basketball. We'll, we'll talk about how it's going to affect trading cards in a bit. So he sold um, that business, but because um, eBay didn't need Fanatics, the retail company, he was able to buy it back. And then from there, he's built Fanatics over the last eight to 10 years, um, mostly through mergers and acquisitions into the company now that uh, has become what it's become. And you know, there's gonna be a lot of questions with respect to, well, what does this mean for wrestling? Now, well, let me say first off the- Not even answer- specifically wrestling,
1: just about trading cards period from a company that yeah. had now, no now, trading now, card but- experience.
0: Right, the, the, the TOPS the license is until 2025, right? So yeah. nothing's changing until then, right? We don't know about wrestling. That information I don't think was ever disclosed. I assume that the relationship with TOPS and, and- I think WNU. it has two
1: more years on it, I think.
0: Yeah, I think it, it might even have been extended again to 2025. So okay. regardless of what happens- to I know Topps, they just signed a new
1: deal like the beginning of last year.
0: Right, and they're usually four-year deals. So okay. um, tops TOPS is still going to remain as an independent company. So the question becomes now, um, well, who's going to be making trading cards, right? Because right now, Fanatics doesn't isn't a trading card company mm-hmm. but like i said earlier the man's very adept at mergers and acquisitions so there's a bunch of ways it can go and there's been a lot of and we've got
1: several years to you know start making yeah. those. you
0: know yeah so 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 one he can buy tops you know and people might say well that doesn't you know that doesn't seem like it's going to make sense but let me just speak about top but
1: in a way it part. might though because you're you're buying a brand that's been around for 70 plus years like with that. all
0: the production facilities Correct. and everything in place already in so place. Let, me just, let me just throw this out there you know notwithstanding the fuckery, excuse my language of the living set this year, that we saw how yeah, badly yeah. they cocked that up. And this is non-demand set. So there's no excuse whatsoever for screwing up that product as, as as bad as they did. Yes. And you know how I feel about tops and the way they've sort of been in the wrestling world. Yeah. But yeah. dude, this was a company that was about to go public, about to go for an IPO. And During their due diligence phase, no one thought to maybe check and see if their number one license, the biggest company that they would have going forward was still in place, right? So that speaks to the mindset or the lack of mindset at times. That's just mind boggling to me that they would let that happen. Now, Ruben and his team negotiated that deal. They've negotiated a deal uh, for basketball with Panini. They're going to be doing NFL cards. But you have to understand that if you go to Fenway Park, and you go uh, to their kiosk where they sell you jerseys, that's fanatics technology. So you have to think about vertical integration amongst different markets in the sporting world. And he's chasing down not just retail sports, his number one uh, executive is Doug Mack who comes from the sports betting world, the gambling world. So anything that has to do with sports that he can sell or, or parlay online is what he wants to do. And. Now he's looking at trading cards. So, back to the question of what happens. And, like you say, you're right, nothing's going to happen in the short term because someone has to go and renegotiate with WWE. And I'm sure their doors are going to be open to whoever comes. Mm-hmm. But he could buy a Tops. He certainly could buy a Panini. And a lot of people are saying, oh, WWE is going to go with Panini. And it's entirely possible. We just don't know that he could buy upper deck now upper deck's not going to get wrestling because they've signed a multi-year deal with aew mm-hmm. so you know um and then the last thing is that he could try and grow a new trading card business organically which sure. is entirely possible because we live in a world now with technology and printing and everything you know and this is a guy that gets it and he only has one drive forward and his his, his way of doing things is I don't like when people say outside the box, but he's very forward thinking. And I don't think the man sleeps, you know? Um, <laughs> and, and his drive is- Wow, what a, what a wonderful marriage you guy, would like have with Vince McMahon. Yeah, a lot, yeah. Of people, a lot of people are are, are nervous about what's gonna to happen to trading cards, but I'm cautiously optimistic because you've heard of Candy Digital, right? Mm-hmm. Candy Digital is NFTs. Yep. Well, that's fanatics. Gary Vee sits on the board. One yep. of uh, one of Michael Rubin's closest friends is Gary Vee. Yep. Um, Michael Rubin is the guy that raised the money last year during the pandemic when they needed to raise and he got in touch with DiCaprio and the owner. He currently owns the a portion of I think two football teams and an English Premier team. So yeah. so these, these are the guys. He also does um, with uh, Meek, the rapper. He yeah. does criminal justice reform. So this is a guy that has his hands in a lot of different pies, but he's always been able to see sort of new markets and new ways of doing things. So however he structures his trading card business is yet to be set up trading card business. I'm optimistic that um, it's gonna be successful and good for the hobby. And from my perspective, how bad can it get given how much things went up last year during the pandemic? The pandemic cost me another 20, 30% on everything I buy. So you know, who's really gonna be affected I suspect by these moves um, are, are the distributors, all right? And yeah. your card shops, when it comes down to the hobby, you know, again, for the next few years, we're gonna get Tot's product and then WWE is gonna turn up and it's gonna either say Fanatics on it or Panini on it or some new company that we don't know about yet. Yeah. But, um, you know, it, it, it's, it, it's gonna be a very, very interesting time, I think. You, you think, think
1: we're gonna still uh, see, uh, we're still gonna see traditional cardboard cards
0: but yeah, it sounds sure. like with the
1: technology, it might start moving more into digital things. It might Both. start moving more I, I think, into I the NFT market.
0: Yeah. I, I think I think the 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 reason why he was interested in trading cards is because it's that bridge. It's that bridge to what collectibles may be. And again, being a guy that's sold jerseys and become the biggest guy in the world doing it, he's looking at other forms right now. Remember when I say it's a symbiotic relationship. Fanatics is partially owned by Major League Baseball. The deal that he's done for trading cards with the Players Union is going to give the Players Union ownership in that new trading company, right? Mm-hmm. Vince, Vince McMahon doesn't own tops. You know, AEW doesn't own Upper Deck. There's no kinds of relationships like that. Yeah. But again, I was, I was saying before, Fanatics provides the technology for so many of these entertainment companies and sporting companies that... The relationships are already there so Ruben has been able to parlay his or, or, or you know put put together what he's accomplished in the e-commerce world and now he's looking to do it through trading cards but a good analogy would be just to give you an idea if I said Tony um, you know what uh, let, let's you and I get into the hardware business and then you scratch your head and you say uh, okay let's go buy Home Depot you know that's what's happening here.
1: yeah
0: so interesting. a lot, lot, lot of questions right but um it's going to be interested and be wary of conjecture people saying that it's going to be this it's going to be that it isn't going to be anything until we hear about it
1: yeah you know? i mean we can and all I speculate agree. too i mean i sure. I, I feel like that we're going to see more of a um uh, a push in the nft worlds you know, mm-hmm. I, I mean it's already in his infancy and i'm sure yeah. he is smart enough to see that that's kind of the direction that things are kind of going when it comes to collectibles, a hobby, and I, I can see that happening for you know uh, randomized uh, NFT ownership stuff and and either digital packs or even physical packs and things like that. I mean, there's there's a lot of cool possibilities. I'm not nervous or scared or worried or uh, you know concerned about anything going on with the hobbies like that because I'm I'm I just, I'm a gatherer of information for the site. Right, That's all we're archivists
0: about. and we're yeah. we're going to continue to collect in the same fashion. So but we're, it, we've also we've also become sort of uh, of purveyors of news, you know. Sure, so sure. To, to give our opinion on on what it might be, well, it's going to be one of the three major brands, or it's going to be one of their own things, and we're going to have to wait and see how they approach production and and, and what they do. I know a lot of people but want answers right now. This I, just don't, I don't see. Make
1: I don't. I don't see people want answers right now or get uh, some kind of direction right now. I, I just don't see with uh, so many years between now and when licenses huh. are, are ending. Uh, there's so much work to be done by them anyways to make these transitions happen that it's going to be a while before we hear anything anyways. I think.
0: Absolutely, I agree 100. Like you say about the NFTs in the digital world, I think the 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 company's affiliation with Gary Vee and Candy Digital, and, and you know how you know
1: how hardcore he is with uh, NFTs. Right.
0: Yeah, and I, I I believe that's all that's all taken to down the stream. This guy wants to be um, the king of sports. You know, what Jeff sure. Bezos came to retail. This guy is is sports retail, but beyond that now. When you talk about vertical integration of markets. Like he was the guy that basically figured out way back with GSI when he was buying companies like Fanatics, how to do just-in-time delivery of shirts and things like that, mm-hmm. you know, so that you could score squelch the inventory problem having to sit, sit on too much, too little, you know? And, you know, guys like that, that made their money in, in tech, even though he was a, a sports retailer, retailer to begin with, are very fascinating to me because they have to sort of carve out new ways of thinking sure. and redefine markets, your Ubers of the world and your Airbnbs and these kinds of things. You know, these are just guys for computers. But uh Ruben was the kind of guy that was a young kid that just wanted to make money and be smart. And his smarts led him to the position that he's in now where all of a sudden he's going to be the trading card king. Um and I think it's going to be interesting. You That's know, interesting. Like markets change. But I mean think about it a 70 year relationship just down just out the window. And whilst he's done that he's managed to um, to negotiate basketball, he's managed to negotiate football. Uh, Panini has ice hockey up here. Who knows? But who knows? You know this business of, of, of what it's going to be, we'll find out. It was like you know, you know, trying to trying to bet on what the AW boxes were going to go for. Yeah, I'm saying $65. I'm thinking you wish $65 is going to be double that, at least 100, and then it's up and then it's down. And it's like, you know, it's like yeah. kind <laughs> of to- again,
1: it's I, I keep referring to this all the time when I talk to anybody else. Like, it's it's stocks, it's really what it is. Yeah. It's knowing what to it, it's, it's all investing ups and downs uh it just it keeps growing it's what it does so
0: and and what you pay is no correlation to if you happen to get a big hit you know sure. like you might you might pay you might pay 140 bucks and pull an mjf auto and then you might buy a hundred dollar box and get nothing You yep. feel good because yep. you only paid a hundred bucks well i'll yep. tell you what the 140 bucks box was worth more yeah right and again, as you and I know, that's not my world. So I'm watching you guys all fumble around trying to figure out where to get boxes. Now it's, it's happened. It seems like everyone's yeah. gotten, gotten their fill, like, you know, the the, the, the mainline people in, in the hobby. But it was interesting for a couple of days when people were going on the Dave and Adams and on the blowouts and the Steel, Steel City. And, and, yeah, and they're, and and they're, they're gone within minutes, out, you know. You know, and I'm shaking my head going, you know, now I'm feeling pretty good about getting my cards because everybody's yes
1: oh yeah Yeah. i don't think you're ever gonna have a problem with that anyways i mean at first
0: first i thought i might because you know like yeah i guess i should have realized that no i'm gonna be good on this because there's just gonna be so many uh, lower level cards out there. there's
1: gonna be so much stuff going on out there and so many people trying to dump stuff anyways and get rid of stuff and and get uh, the returns and so i'm one of those guys i secured a case and i'm i'm looking to i have no attachment to any of it i just want to be able to do a maybe a box break for for content purposes well we'll do a Uh, lot of
0: comparisons of of all of us to see who made out how to try and determine okay what 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 was a collation was it good to buy a box Was it good to buy a case sure there's still some discussion we're talking earlier is there four autos per case or is it eight there was a bit of confusion on that i I mean from an
1: investment standpoint too i'll probably just you know sit on a box just put a box away don't even care about it just let it yeah hit me up 20 years from now when i'm very, yeah,
0: very so that, old. <laughs> that, that was the biggest news, and that's going to be an ongoing story in the hobby for years to come. Fanatics is going to be making all of our trading cards.
1: I mean, that's but, a, I mean not, not, uh, and going off of that, there's, uh, not very far down the road as far as big news goes is the eBay and PWCC incident.
0: Yeah. And that was the next on my list. And, um, we'll talk about that. Basically, a couple of weeks prior to the Fanatics, all of a sudden, uh, eBay just uh, shut down PWCC. Now, PWCC is a reseller of trading cards, mostly higher-end graded stuff. I think they're they're more active in in the uh, in the investment world. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're um, if not the biggest one of eBay's biggest clients, biggest resellers. So for eBay to just shut them down, and the reason why is for shilling. Now, if our audience doesn't know what shilling is, it's not a British coin. Shill <laughs> bid. Or, or shilling is a fraudulent bid. Whereas, I place something for sale, then I call my buddy Tony. and say, Tony, I've got, I've got a, a bite here. Do me a favor, put a bid in. Yeah. That fine. you have no intention of buying yeah, the
1: Bump it for me, would you?
0: Correct. Uh, you know, just to bump the other guy up. And uh, on eBay and on on these kinds of auctions, and even by a lot of state laws, shilling is not uh, is not legal practice. Yeah. So uh, that was alleged. You know, and right away PWCC, the, the responded, we have we have no idea about this kind of thing and that's very interesting because that that raises a lot of larger questions to the boom that we went through if all of a sudden companies like pwcc were affected by a lot of show bids you know some of these really big sales that we've seen i'm, I'm not suggesting on things in our world like the the rock stickers i think golden has, has a more stringent policy but we know that pwcc has had some trouble before i think you and i chatted about yeah. this the scandal that went on i think it was two or three years ago with trimming trimming doesn't refer to necessarily cutting a card it means reconditioning a card so um again doesn't happen in my world a lot but to the people that see this as investment don't get a card they'll iron it out there's certain things you can do to make a card look better they'll break the slab they'll put it back in they'll resubmit it yeah and and they'll make a spread
1: it's pretty much just um, like getting your card detailed basically
0: yeah and then and then reselling it you know and uh, again against uh, 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 not, not not allowed um and pwcc claimed that they didn't know this was going on but we know that shilling goes on it goes yeah. on, on eBay all the time and you can see it and it's obvious and it's oh, I mean, uh, that,
1: with uh with the news of uh punk coming back so like that his rookie card just shot up to 500 and something dollars like oh, that 100 percent uh yeah, yeah so all because all the rest of
0: them folded back down to 150 150 right?
1: 200 range and right. was like that so
0: right so i noticed that as well and 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 you know it, this, this stuff goes on and and it, it's hard to sort of say specifically or precisely um this is how much of because, it because
1: but, this actually directly affects someone like you uh, when it comes to wrestling cards because you are an archiver of pricing information like that right. so you know has it reflected you know, h- hurt you
0: well that's the thing I'm, I'm going on on numbers that are that come from the hobby that come from ebay but if those prices aren't correct in other words if those prices have been bumped you know when we go to 130 we just go by what what buyer and seller agreed to but it raises the larger philosophical question if during this pandemic when well, we saw some really big numbers i'm talking specific uh you know tens of thousands and that kind of thing sure you know that that's where shilling really makes a difference because once those cards started to achieve rock bumblebees going for 90 grand and this kind of thing all of a sudden the outside world started looking in you know sure. mainstream sure. media started paying attention to our hobby when all of a sudden you know uh, a, a big name started paying big money for this stuff. Now, if this, a lot of this stuff was shilled and it can be proven, then that's gonna cast a lot of sort of suspicions on on, on, on the hobby in general. Now, let me say this about wrestling. Um, at the time the announcement was, was made, I was curious. So I went on to PWCC and I typed in WWE just to see how many graded wrestling cards were on. And it was one, one Ultimate Warrior out of 16,000 auctions. So I have the feeling now, maybe my parameters weren't broad enough or what have you. Maybe I needed to type in Hogan or something like that. But I have a feeling that it's probably not uh, going to affect our hobby uh, in any way, or it hadn't affected our hobby. The biggest sale we've ever seen was the Hogan 9 just recently that was signed. Um... And that didn't seem to be shill. It seemed to be a bunch of incremental bidders uh, mm-hmm. that, you know, that pushed it up, but we just don't know. And that's the thing that we're going to find out when that story, because there's going to be lawyers involved with this one for sure. Oh, absolutely. People, yeah. Lawyers, attorneys for PWDCC are going to want the proof. And because uh, they did find with the trimming sandal years ago, a specific guy in Long Island. Yep. Um, because a lot of people in the hobby mm-hmm. um, knew about the guy. We we're reporting him on. Oh, and yeah. Bombs, yep. You know? And uh, I was never involved in that because, again, in the wrestling world, that wasn't a thing, but it's an interesting story. You know, the last thing we want is for mainstream media to say, hey, you remember that card boom uh, back in February? Well, we found out that, you know, five of the 10 biggest sales yeah. were actually, you know, inflated, you know. So so that's an interesting story as to whether it's going to, uh, you know, adversely affect the hobby um, again, another one like fanatics, we're just gonna have to wait and see how things play out, but definitely. I think, I,
1: I, I think it's the advantage of being the wrestling card collectors too, is that, you know, we're so, we're so overlooked as it is, you know, yeah. as, as a genre of, of collectibles that it doesn't really affect us per se.
0: Yeah, like I'm sure if I bumped into Michael Rubin and I say, hey, what are you gonna do about wrestling cards? He'd probably look at me and go, the wrestling cards
1: there's wrestling yeah. co-
0: maybe he never know, <laughs> you know, you know I mean? well because but, they,
1: most these guys are they're focused on their you know nba and baseball and you know and football i mean uh, we, we get it i mean you know zan I mean, and i talk we're, about it all the time we're growing
0: too. it slowly you know slowly but surely you know like you know look let's face it for eight years it was poor old david peck on his own waving the flag yeah. and it took the rest of us this long to to you know to catch up and and sort of start uh, reaching out to other people and saying hey get into this it, 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 it's good yep. yeah it's it's still a small portion of the hobby that's why when people talk about fanatics and deal with tops really it's entirely possible that 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 they just renegotiate with wwe and as long as there is a, a private tops company that that stays where it is we just don't
1: there, there's also the, the, the flip side that we know that wrestling cards don't get produced to the levels of other sports we no. know that they're kind of just written off as just filler products to kind of fulfill things uh there's also the possibility that no one ever really talks about that they just stop making wrestling cards for a while
0: that i doubt because you and i will make wrestling cards
1: well, from a homegrown standpoint that's yes. that's everybody still does that today no matter what it doesn't matter who's yes. gonna have a license but, but i'm like, saying you know, from, from a large manufacturing producing boxes and cases there, there could come a time they're just like you know what we're just gonna kind of take a year yeah, off there's,
0: there's gonna we know we're gonna have AEW for the next few years and but um, we're
1: talking 2025 already. That's already the next few years. So we're talking well, about Japan. It happened
0: with, it happened with BD- BBM in Japan. Yeah. Where yeah. there was a BBM set every year and then Bushiro took over, which was a sort of game company, and then all of a sudden there wasn't ded- dedicated sets anymore. Yeah. But yeah. I don't I don't think that'll be I don't
1: I, I personally don't believe that would happen, but it is a possibility.
0: Mm-hmm. It's
1: a possibility. You know what? We're just not making there's not a lot of numbers involved when it comes to making producing these wrestling cards. Uh we're gonna focus on our major licenses right now. Well consider take care this.
0: Consider this, that Fanatics now, right, which is the largest e-commerce provider for sports, has no wrestling, because wrestling falls in that weird sort of netherworld Correct. in between sports and non-sports, right? So, and if you go to Pro Wrestling Tees or to Shop Zone and things like that, obviously people are buying a shitload of ret- sure. wrestling merchandise, right? But is there um, is there, there enough
1: they- of it going on there? It's going to make someone like, uh, you know, Fanatics go, you know what? let's just go buy pro wrestling tees. And, and well, this
0: that. is a guy that wants a piece of everything to do with everything. So it depends on how he views wrestling. You know, does he view wrestling like Star Wars or does he review wrestling like NASCAR? Well,
1: well now, yeah. and now is also a good time in the market because of all the stuff that's going on within the companies themselves with the returns of, you know, CM Punk and all the poss- yeah. possible of a new wars. Next so, you know, we're gonna have all kinds of licensing rights going out there. Ratings, who knows? Ratings it covers of TV guides again, you know, who knows?
0: Yeah, exactly. Ratings will go up. And I just think there'll be more attention brought to wrestling in general, more uh, wrestling in general, filters down to the collectibles, sure. filters down to us, you know, and we know based on our new floor, from from the uh, from the time we hit the peak somewhere January, February, March, whenever that was, to now, August, that we're still uh, ahead, and we're going to talk about some of the pricing stuff, our, our monthly market, and uh, some of the S-factor stuff, that sh- sure. still shows me that wrestling is still um, very much front and center, but um, I think we've covered the news, the PWCC, the Fanatics was huge, obviously CM Punk and Becky and, and Bra coming back, so big month in general. Let's talk about what came out this month, because um, last month, if you recall, we didn't have anything, but yeah. uh, for August, we, we, we've just received the NXT set, yep. um, and I mentioned that we might see that in August before the Chrome, and I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see the Chrome set until October, if that gets pushed back yet again
1: everything's getting pushed back i, I think a lot it of that has risky. to do with all the releases going on having to redo yeah. the. i mean there's, there's a lot of information. i mean who knows i mean it's just uh it's crazy and people are getting ir- irritated and agitated by this uh push and push and push and push
0: yeah so the other sets now i should just mention that these sets are on both of our sites wtc wrestlingtradingcards.com and wrestling price guide um the the second one was a transcendent vip party which didn't happen last year because of covid and they yeah. finally did one this year some cards did come out by mail last year but this year they did the party and we're still putting together we believe there to be 50 cards in total of you said i think five different um backgrounds someone said so there's playing... like there's
1: a five like five different types with five different backgrounds so it's like 25 yes. common it's really a weird combination but we're doing the best and we don't, can right now to i don't recall
0: of... the autograph count but there's a, a dozen to 10 autographs as well yeah um, you know and some some good names of that so we'll be filling that as as we get more information because there won't be an official tops checklist for that or anywhere else so we'll nope. be the guys to sort of fill that in and get that for you um the summer of cena which was a tops on demand set that first came out in the uk and it was subsequently announced in in north america about two weeks later and that's just a 15 card uh, john cena set like they've done with the undertaker mm-hmm. and triple h in the past and austin has a small set um what else do we have? Summer, Stina. Oh, and the, uh, the Indie set. The Indie set, the can from Canada, they're, they're interesting. 100 card set on this thick stock and they're like four by three. So they don't fit in regular sheets. I had to put mine in, in four up pages. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and they had a lot of stuff like uh, the Heart Foundation kind of stuff and uh, uh, some of the older names from the Stampede era. So um, that was- It, it
1: sort of yeah. showcased your, uh, you know, ca- Canadian wrestlers basically.
0: Yeah, well, from that side, yeah. not yeah, like from, yeah. from the French side. So Summer Rosina, the VIP party. Um, we had the Impact set. Oh, in, impact, yeah. We mentioned, well, Impact is a continuation, the next 10 cars. Well, ser- I mean, set.
1: Series 2 came out. And do we know, it, it sold out. It sold out within, uh, I think, in less time or about the same time as Series 1 did.
0: I'm telling you, man, impact t-shirts or sorry, impact cards are selling out in the day. WT shirts WTC t-shirts are selling out in the day. Everything's selling. If yeah. you're in the rest of the card world, all of a sudden. Um, yeah. So another three autographs. Gallows was one. I think Jordan Grace and I think Ace Austin was the third. Yeah. I didn't get the checklist of these next 10 yet. I haven't either. I've been inquired oh, about it,
1: but no one. I guess we're just yeah, so, to I, we, so I guess when cards
0: show yeah. up, we'll get that. And then, of course, the the news on Friday was uh, an EPAC from Upper Deck card of of uh, CM Punk, which is yep. going to be the sort of zero card or the, the lead card for the yep. uh, the new set that's coming out. And very very I'm, smart on
1: their ha- on their behalf. Oh way.
0: yeah, because when when I saw it, I'm like, well, too bad that they didn't get Punk into the set because obviously the trading cards are produced, yep. right? But what what they, a smart, they what what a smart way to do it. Yeah, it seems like like Upper Deck is going to be a good licensee because they um they 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 are advertising the product, you know. They well, did. So this. is AEW. Yeah, like the, the right across the board. And the CM Punk card, it comes from their EPAC um, series online, and it's kind of like a tops now. Sure. And the way I understand it is, you order the digital card, and then in a few weeks' time, they'll make available for whatever the cost of shipping is a physical yeah. card that they can mail to you, and that's actually numbered zero. So you'll put yep. that as your first card in the AEW set. And now, all of a sudden, CM Punk made the set, which is which was pretty cool. I'm a
1: little, podcast. I'm a, I'm a little shocked to be honest with you about the order numbers right now so far on those digital cards. It still hasn't reached the Stone Cold Living Set numbers.
0: On which? On the on, the on the Punk the,
1: P- the Punk's card oh, hasn't you, hasn't reached that. Really? Yeah. So, so you can, can use it. Can, it's had three thousand or something like, like 3,400 3, up
0: to fifty-five hundred. I think.
1: Yes. So it's still got a couple thousand more orders before it actually hits that kind of number
0: that that's surprising to me because that's surprising there big, to me there, there was a big buzz on that card and i thought a lot of people well because i think chuck when he tried to buy it um had a hard time like i mean they they were busy that day i was literally on
1: that. the pl- i'm on a plane pushing back on it was at least on friday and i was yeah. uh on a plane pushing back going out to los angeles and uh i said you know what just screw it i'm gonna go ahead and create an account create an account see what happens and then i went in there it was seamless just went through and boom made my order done
0: yeah. Now you're on there and I'm sure there's going to be other offerings from them in the future. So you yep. are all set up for that, yep. but yep. yeah. And we, we, we talked about this as there's the advanced buzz on the AW cards. Obviously we're getting closer, you know, we, we got sell sheets. So we know kind of what, what that looks like. There's the best master set. and there's a few subsets, which is of interest to me. I think one in every five cards, not sure about the seating and, and all that stuff we're going to find out, but uh, I'm we're, super we're interested getting box- that
1: checklist put together. I'm super interested in getting that done.
0: Yeah yeah it, it, you know because people want that so we should get that out there sooner than later just so people see um those are the
1: things we've been adding to our websites i know uh i've got checklists going so far for that kind of stuff too and um trying to make more of an effort to actually announce those kind of things now through social media let people know other than just seeing the latest update section to the page actually creating a direct link to it now and because um, yeah. we're getting kind of caught up now so the numbers um, the the output of putting checklists up is, is going less and less every month. And, yeah. um, uh, you know, Chuckster, you, uh, Armand have been fantastic in helping with that stuff. And so uh, just trying to get, I mean, I've still got a laundry list of emails to, to get stuff done, but I, I'm getting caught up and uh, this has become maintenance and, you know, keeping up with the yeah. new stuff. Yeah. You know, and then, well, and, then, and, then, and then doing, and then just doing, you know, routine, uh, other stuff. I have a lot of sub projects to get t- taken care of. And I, I finally spoke to David, you know, a, a co-owner of WTC the other day. And, you know, he's just been so slammed with, uh, regular life stuff, you know, with work and family things, but, uh, summertime is really super busy for him with work. And as summer starts to kind of fade away, he'll have more time to devote. And I have a lot, la- I have a laundry list of, um, cleanup projects for him to do that. I just don't want to go back and do just yet.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's a lot of work. And I, we should mention, too, that Anthony's making progress on his site, the Husker Half yes. site. If you're having any problems ordering um, cards from his site, he's about a week or two away from a brand new site that's going to, you know, for the way he describes it. And I've seen bits of it. it it's looking really cool. and It's going to be a great resource for people that want to go out and actually purchase singles. That's excellent. You know, bits, bits and pieces. And I enjoyed seeing him finally on your show, by the way. It was nice he to was think. um
1: he was every bit what i expected yeah <laughs> every bit from my conversations with him in the past he was every bit he's, yeah. he's quite the character and I'm, I'm just happy he's doing what he's doing in the hobbies like that everybody has their own little niche like that their, exactly and, and their own thinking of how they want to you know move forward in this, in this hobbies like that uh he has a bit of an old school mentality which is you know still kind of cool but uh you know he's the place to go well, to when you, know, you want to buy sing- singles
0: don't uh don't, 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 don't discount the old guys like me and you, Oh and no Jennifer no, and Carol, you know, there's a lot of knowledge there still, you know,
1: oh, the knowledge <laughs> is what, what's key. It's like that, but you know, there's other places, new ones too. Like the, you know, I, I just promoted and helped them promote the ass. Yeah, so I said, no problem. So I, a new website that's out there to buy singles too over in the UK called, uh, yes, wrestling cards, that. wrestling probably... cards worldwide. And, yeah, uh, he's he's a very nice, very too. nice guy. And he's, yeah. um, pumping out product every single day. It seems like, uh, putting new and more and more stuff up there. So it's nice to have options, you know, it really is.
0: Yeah. Well, do you remember back in the day there was Grim and nobody, and then it was Grim and Anthony. Yeah, you know, so it's it's nice to see that there's there's a. Well, the very
1: beginning before there was WGC, there was Grim and me.
0: Yeah. And And
1: then then there was Grim, me, and Anthony, and then I got I just kind of I saw what they were doing. I kind of stepped away and just kind of you know what I'm going for the informational stuff and just started. uh, God uh, bless
0: Anthony. Stuck with it all this time, you know, and he's still his inventory and he's still coming along.
1: Yep, he plans on doing a lot more stuff too, so that's cool.
0: So we were talking about chrome earlier. One of the things that I wanted to discuss this this uh, episode, get to do some of the pricing stuff, is um, chrome product has gotten really uh, popular lately. And a lot of people- Specifically have,
1: refractors and superfractors, yeah, man. Yeah,
0: specifically uh, the refractors. We're going to talk about some extractor pricing in a minute. But um, the first sort of, you know, the, the, the big news nowadays is the 2006 Heritage Chrome. But I should point out that- um, those weren't the first Chrome cards. In fact, if you go back to your comic comic images sets, there was 999 yeah. comic chrome. images. Yeah. Yeah. And in fact, that rock set had six Chrome cards. And I, sure. I wonder well, if, and also the be one a,
1: also superstar set had both retail and hobby omni chrome cards.
0: That's right. But I wonder about those rock that six, if they're going to see a bump soon, because you don't see those come up too often. Those you six really don't chrome cards you know yeah you
1: know and it's funny because someone sent those to me i think i did that when uh yamwax and zam were doing their box break uh the 97 sticker set and i yep. want a, I i want uh, a contest pri- i want a prize you know answering trivia or something like that and he sent me uh the full set all six uh, oh, of those cool. chrome cards um yep. and then go way back i just did a uh talking with zan the other day for one of our world's collide uh episodes we talked about you know what the first chrome card would be in wrestling
0: the tech chrome this thing
1: tech chrome no, that's a hologram. That's a hologram. Um, so, no, tech, the Tech Chrome, you're right. The Tech Chrome, which has Hogan oh, the and Flare Oh,
0: The Hogan and Flare, right. Yep. That came out of here. yeah, right. It's a
1: weird kind of Chrome, but it's a it's Tech It's a different kind. There's all kinds of different Chrome cards, but that's a Tech Chrome, that's the first. Well, you,
0: you mentioned X-Fractors and that's what sort of stimulated this discussion. I noticed that a rock graded PSA PSA 9 traded for $722. It's incredible uh, to me. Right, now this is 2006 Heritage Chrome. <laughs> now the the way it worked was there was a heritage set then there was the chrome set and the chrome had the uh, parallel just called the refractor then the second set was called the x-fractor and then the uber rare ones were the one in 25s they were sort of uh yeah brownie they were called super fractors, but the x-fractors and i went to check and see because i normally didn't do parallels but that was a transition of me being a pleist to saying screw it. Yeah. So I actually managed to get all those extractors, and I was like, wow, they're all here. So I started digging into it more, just because that raw graded PSA nine got seven twenty two, um, a cena graded PSA ten got six fifty five. You know, and this is this is these um, are all
1: these are but these are graded cards. Did you when, right. when you when you were doing your research, you uh, check out raw cards and what they were going for? Yeah,
0: and I'm going to mention that okay. to you now. Um, here, here's an interesting one. A Hogan graded PSA 9 got 206, but a raw Hogan, and these are both uh, extractors, got 175. So your difference was only like 30 bucks. That's not bad. No, from the raw product. Um, But then just to show the variation in how these things can go, this was all last month. These were all Hulk Hogan raw extractors. We had the the graded one at 206, but one for 175, one for 150, one for 125, and... uh, no, that's an Austin card. So it shows you that there's quite a variation. Uh, Austin seventy-five, Stacy Keebler, sixty-three, a flare for fifty. These here's are all a graded or, or raw? No, raw. Ah, nice. And here's here's here here here's my favorite one, Michelle McCool raw, fifty bucks. The what? Undertaker raw, the Undertaker raw, forty bucks. What? Yeah, Michelle McCool. And these are her, these are the X fractors These are the X fractors
1: What about just so like uh, like the refractors, which was the was the first one? Not I didn't up check.
0: Parallel. That I didn't check. The X fractor are the ones that had the little yes yeah. confetti-like look to them. Last and year it, I, I, came across, something...
1: uh, I came across I came across an Undertaker one in storage, like an Undertaker, like an Alan Ginter one, or X fractor Oh right, and, right, right. And, right. And I sold that, and it, I'm like, I can't believe it went for fifty dollars at the time. That was, was last year.
0: Well, you know, like uh, Shawn Michaels, thirty bucks. Randy Randy Orton, twenty five dollars. Roddy Piper, thirty dollars. A complete set of Raw, ninety cards went for nine hundred bucks.
1: A complete set of
0: of X-Fractors.
1: X-Fractors?
0: Just the X-Fractors. all 90 the, cards? Of all 90 cards, went for 900 bucks, right? Which is it a seems, deal, actually. You have a, does
1: that seem kind of low to you based on all these prices, or does that? about- Well, you have about, a
0: lot of, you know, I just banged off the big names. You have a lot of $3 cards in there as well, because people don't care about certain names from them, right? Yeah. You, have to, you, have to, you have to look at that balance of, of the bigger names versus the small. Sure. But just the fact that you're getting like you know $150 for a raw Hogan X-Fractor, and this isn't like an 85 this is in 2006 no 2006, i know yeah. you know um but that's that's you know that that's mind-boggling to me that that's the first tops
1: that's the first tops chrome set put out for wrestling so uh it right. does make a difference a little bit
0: yeah yeah i got so,
1: and i have, and I, have it, I have that's the last time that i actually was heavy into wrestling buying boxes and stuff so i have a lot yeah, of it. i have a lot of yeah. i have a lot of uh so i don't know about the x fractors but i definitely have a lot of uh refractors, Re- refractors. and a good number of super fractors.
0: So if you can put together sets, complete sets, I have complete
1: research, sets of refractor sets.
0: Yeah, you're going to be doing all right, I think, because I went to see how many of those did I, if any, of extractors, and I got the complete extractor set that I was mind boggled because back then my mindset was getting whatever I could. Yeah, and I think it was probably that 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 killed it for me instead of, yeah. that, you know. But it was really the the, the uh, success of the Chrome product that we're waiting for this year's version last year, I think, that has fueled this on. That is, you know, people really like that Chrome style of cards. Specifically They're, beautiful cards. They're beautiful cards. They're beautiful cards. There was a, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a I... slight
1: variation from the 2006 Heritage, which was basically the Chrome version of the 2005 Heritage. But because people had left the company, it's like that. There's a couple cards yes. that got, got switched out and stuff like that. You know, yeah. I think they, uh, they, they took out... Um, I can't remember who they took it out, but I know they added like Boogeyman got put in there and stuff like that.
0: and Right. And there's a Vince in the Chrome set. Well, that's, that's for the, that's, yeah. that, that's for 2007. You're talking yeah. about 2006, but they yeah. did that yeah. again. Yeah. They put yeah. in a Vince in the, in the Chrome 2007s that wasn't in the, the base set, but yeah. uh, I just found those, um, those, those numbers interesting. And then I guess the last thing is our market index, you know, um, that we Yeah. 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 Much, yeah. I, I just
1: quickly reviewed that before we, uh, we jumped on here. It's like that. And.
0: There's not... well, we're wondering if this is going to be able to tell us anything. Are we wasting our time with this, or is this actually going to give us... No, I, I like it. One, it's, you
1: know, obviously, it's your time putting that, you know, the, the, the time into it. Well, the, you know, and the, this is something I'll, it's very I'll share, interesting.
0: It to, I'll share it to the hobby. I'll, I'll put it out as a spreadsheet for anybody that wants it. But, you know, first thing I went to is our, our Royal Rumble, uh, FLIR, because that seems to be the one we always talk about. That sure. uh, you know, And, and we, we saw back in June that the average was 201, and then last month it went down to 160. But this month it's back up to 172. And that's based now on three different data sets of three. So nine times three, 27 different sales. So it's pretty fair to say like this month's average of 172 to say that that set is worth uh, 175 bucks is not a stretch at all. No, not at all. Mean, you know, ba- ba- no. based on this, the, um, unless, the unless you're eight, Chuckster
1: and you find one for 30 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <exactly.
0: laughs> um, the, the 85 tops, uh, tops Hulk Hogan, uh, $51. And that's uh, up a bit from that's, that's, that's
1: almost double what it was last month.
0: Yeah. But if you look back to the month before, it was at 42, 41. So, yeah. you know, it's sort of on, on the average for this month is actually higher um, than June and July.
1: By, by almost $20. almost Well, about, uh, about 12 bucks.
0: Yeah, you know, about about, about that. And, it, yeah. you know, it's a relative thing based on sure. the sort of arbitrary sets that we've chosen. But I'm just trying to get a sense, is there like all of a sudden, for example, there's a couple of no sales, like we did 2005 TOPS Heritage for two months in a row, then we didn't have any sales of that this month. And then the same thing again for the 2014 uh, Chrome base. we had two months of data there and then no sales at all. So hmm. over the course of time, I think I'm gonna be able to fine tune what sets and maybe get it down to maybe a half a dozen five, you know, sort of key sets that we're gonna always watch. So we don't have to do as much work, but we just watch the Fleers. We just watch the Hogan. We just watch, uh, what was the other one? Oh, the Charlotte Flair autograph from the Undisputed. That's an interesting one. It hasn't moved at all. You know, it was $33 in July. It was $34 in August. And that's over 18 sales. Yeah. So you know, that that clearly establishes a price when people yep. say, well, yep. how do you come up with your numbers? If I write in price guy $35 for a Flair, it's accurate. You know, It's I mean? pretty accurate.
1: Yeah. yeah, And, and, and that's talking like, you know, uh, eBay marketplace, that's not even, you know, counting, what you'd probably pay for a local card shop or something, you know, but I think everybody's, you know, they're doing all their comps compared to eBay stuff. I mean, that's just, that's the yeah. Market. And
0: don't forget, you pay more for LCS. You have to pay that's shipping, right. you know, and, and, and time of day makes a difference. Sure. You know, just, just mentioning those different prices on the Hogan. And we've talked about that before one day to the next, you could lose 20, 30%, um, you know, by just who happens. It's, to all, be all, who, it's that. all
1: who's looking at, the, at that
0: moment too. Yeah, precisely. Yeah. Precisely. Yeah. So Undisputed, um, <clears throat> we talked about, yeah, Undisputed the same thing, you know, in around the same price. The flare autograph is a shame. Um, but yeah, that Royal Rumble base set is a, is a good one to keep an eye on, you know, that, that 2002 FLIR, um, because it gives us an idea of, of, of where a base set that's a particular appeal to collectors. Uh, and I
1: suspect is- over the coming years here, that's just going to continue to probably itch up, go up in value. It's just going to go up in value. I mean, it's just, it's an incredible lineup of rookie cards that year. Um, and it's just becomes harder and harder to come by. People are going to start, to, uh, I got to get that Cena graded. I got to get that Orton graded. I got to get that Brock Lesnar graded, you know?
0: that That's going to happen more more, obviously.
1: Absolutely, yeah. And it just pains me when I think back about how many sets. I got all those from from, uh, from Grimm. Grimm sent me boxes and boxes and boxes of complete yeah. sets and singles. He had tons, he had stuff. tons of stuff. Yeah. To go with the stuff I already had. So I, I literally, at some point in time, probably set on 50 to 60 sets of like Royal wow. Rumble, Raw versus SmackDown, uh, WrestleMania, Absolute Divas. <laughs> And I just, uh, you know, over time, I slowly I wholesale them out for, you know, seven yeah, ten dollars
0: like a I, set. I'd say two hundred bucks a set. That's twelve grand just, you know, just. Yeah. <laughs> I
1: know.
0: But that's that's what the hobby's becoming. Like all yeah. of a sudden, you know, all of a sudden, um, you know, a, a Ross set of All Stars is about three thousand to thirty five hundred bucks. You know, the WCW autograph series has got to be a fifteen to twenty thousand uh, dollar proposition. The real rare stuff like. Uh, pex racks will Beef for my paninis yeah. god knows what one will pay for those you know so there's there's pieces out there you know that that, that are worth money um and and the market's not going anywhere you know okay. just based on our silly little analysis here you can see that the the, the market um is holding and, and not losing value
1: um that's, that's kind of why your site's a key a key part in the hobby really is people need to go there and, and understand that it's a guide this is not a done yeah. all be all it's no, like, it be this is what it you're... can't
0: be on top of everything it's, it's yeah. just trying yeah. to get a sense Um, And it's good. I'm going to do something tomorrow. A guy just sent me um, a bunch of pictures of the 54 uh, Mexican Lucha Libre cards. And he has this beautiful collection of them. I've never seen the pictures. Um, So I'm going to, instead of putting a flip through, do an auto gallery of of those cards and having our sites gets this information. Like once it's done, I'll send you the information and and we get all this this stuff. So it's uh, very, very cool.
1: Yeah, I love it. I love. I, I get a big uh, thrill out of it gathering the, the information and putting it out there. I really do. So yeah, the
0: archiving part is fun. You know, being a wrestling fan all along. You know, um, having the, the 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 card collection has been is just, they 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 both feed each other. You know, it's, it's it's I've enjoyed wrestling more because of the cards, and vice versa, the cards because. Like, the I, I
1: wouldn't get this thrill trying to archive baseball or archiving soccer or, no, I, unless I you're to.
0: unless you're really mad about the product. You of course,
1: know? because but I'm not. the product's I'm been not, good. passionate lately. about it.
0: You know the product's been really good lately, so yeah. we fans found we've been treated to to better than average. And if we're on the cusp of of, of new wars and 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 arrows being slung, bring it on! You know? Bring it on!
1: <laughs> bring yeah. it on, man! So,
0: so I, I that, that's it on the pricing side. What do we got uh, market price for fractors? We cover. We talked about the news. Is there anything else, sir? That uh,
1: no, I think that pretty much covers it. I mean, we're just continuously still adding all our stuff. Um,
0: Let me say this about I love your I love your your uh, inquisition into the one hundred thousand dollar card. You've been putting it out there, and then you spoke to the fellow the other day with the Jericho well, the half That's million guy dollar guy card. To- that was a half a million dollar car. Well, it was very good to see that he wasn't a clown. <laughs> that that I he actually, did, I, you
1: know, and I did. Uh, that,
0: that he, that there was a method to what, what, uh, what he was trying to do. Sure. Bring attention to the card. And, and he, himself. he's kind
1: of, he's kind of come out of like hiding a little bit. Like, you know, yeah, the, yeah. The, the, the pecs oh, of the yeah. world's like that have kind of, they've known about him. So like that. I mean, they obviously knew each other back then, but he's sort of like, kind of been in hiding. And in the last year or so yeah. with the market, he no, kind he, of came he, out.
0: First of all, he was a great guy, and I yeah. said, "Oh, you know, you know, he was a really nice guy. You could tell just from the interview." Um, but just the fact that, hey, that, yeah, I know I'm not going to get a half a million bucks for it, but this is what I'm thinking, you know. Yeah. But to to, to your question about the the hundred thousand dollar card, the PSA Ten Hogan, yeah. or the um, the Bumblebee card, if we want to call that uh, wrestling. I mean, someone's me. got oh. that one
1: of those WCW uh, you know tops video uh, <clears throat> uh, cards up up there for ten grand.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I still I still say the flare, man. I still say the Ric Flair WCW autograph, wherever it sits, if it ever gets found and it's not mangled to shit, um, that could be a, a, a big card. I it could
1: be. Yeah, variable, card, I mean, it, is, it could be. It is a big card. I mean, you know, if you were asking
0: me, what, what would you spend the most money on a card? You know, if all of a sudden I was like, OK, screw it, I'm going to be silly and, and spend a lot of money on a card. Um, it would be that one.
1: Well, because it's also something that you're very passionate about yourself too, though it's yeah. part of your collection, you want to get that you have a, a passion. By the way, did we talk about the that. fact
0: that, that we did find the second Mike Enos? Yeah, was that mentioned? Yep. Yeah, we know we talked about that last time, right?
1: I believe yeah. we did. But if we did, what you talk talking about it now?
0: Right. Yeah, well, we found a second one and I'm trying to get it, but we'll see how it goes.
1: Okay, yeah, uh, yeah, we know who has that one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you have a good shot, I think you'll get it. Hopefully, oh, who knows? yeah, who knows but uh there's a lot of cool things going on it's like that i mean uh the product being pushed all of it being pushed is kind of a good thing right now it gives me an opportunity to catch up on some things i mean i've always i knew it was gonna be playing catch up for checklists like that but it gives the opportunity to kind of clean things up and get caught up a little bit and then yeah
0: but you're way warm. over the hump now like i mean, oh, way yeah, over the hump
1: yeah yeah like, like, Again, you're, I, trying,
0: I, you're just waiting for the new sets to arrive and that's it you know and, you'll be back and,
1: and doing cleanup works like i said yeah, i've, I've got, got a lot of um, stuff. I've got a lot of formatting issues I want to do. And uh, I'm, I'm very, I want to be more detail oriented like that. You know, even though it's like some checklists have a hyphen, some don't. I want to kind of figure out what's going to be the form and then kind of go with that and go back and clean all the ones that don't have it.
0: Um, I think, you know, not to tutor on horns, but I think the wrestling hobby is kind of lucky to have these resources because as a collector, I really appreciate the fact that. Use WTC immensely when, when it was just you and we get a lot of traffic. Now, I don't think you can get such a thing for baseball or hockey, where you can go to one site and get all the base card information, all the parallel information, all the details on the set, when it was released, what was specific about it, or come to a site like mine and get all the prices and they get a video of it. in a lot of cases, you know, um, so uh, I know that people do appreciate it, uh, the collectors do. And, uh, you know, it's fun for us to do. So it's not like it's a labor of love for us. Which it is,
1: really is like that. And then, uh, you know, for me, I'm actually really trying to brand WTC more now. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got a lot of, I haven't talked about it yet with anybody. Uh, so this will be the first I've ever mentioned to anybody. Um, and that is uh, doing some, a lot of legal stuff on the back end for WTC stuff right now to really um, solidify a branding of it. And uh so the t-shirt was the first thing, which by the way, if anybody hasn't gotten one, I think there's one or two left. I think. uh, um, you sold
0: out in three days? Two days it hasn't sold out. I haven't sold out. Yeah.
1: Nope, almost uh almost sold out. But yeah, um it's, it's a series one, you know. If it does well, I'll do a series two. I have plans for things down the road for you know some cool things that could be. And I, I think the shirts themselves will be collectible. Um one, I, I want to find out the quality of the shirt when I actually get it. I, I'm told it's very good. I'm told it's a nice print um so i'm really hoping uh that it's it's good and then go forward with that but um you know we now have a wtc shop site it's all linked to the site now so there's a wtc-shop.com um oh, that's you cool. from, so
0: you can start adding more cards over time
1: be adding more you know exclusives uh, i might even start dipping into the hundreds if not <laughs> hundreds and hundreds of eight by tens i have to get rid of at some point uh you know who knows i, I I'm, I'm tying the wtc the whole thing do, be-
0: do you think do you think wt shop wtc shop might sell cards eventually
1: maybe it's a possibility maybe. right yeah you know? i
0: mean but uh, if, if you've got a storage room full and you know
1: i mean i, I i'm going to help um it's going to kind of connect to the physical brick and mortar that i hope to open up here uh, one right. day and then yeah. uh it's all going to tie in together you know the brick and mortar is going to connect with WTC and WTC connects with the price guide and the price guide connects with. The, yeah, exactly. you know, just the way all, you and
0: I, just the way you and I sort of compliment and help each other out, it will be kind of good. Yeah. Though. I mean, you, you, know, and you, know, that you and I've been yeah. doing that for years now. You and I have been doing that for years yeah and you know if, if 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 you're if you're getting the eyeballs and you've got stuff to you know it's it's a great resource until you get your bricks and mortar store up yeah and i'm excited about that because once you get that going i'm going to be asking a lot of questions because
1: oh yeah you know, I, I, I plan months, on the, the second thing start really moving where we're actually like this is really happening. We're really like this is. We've narrowed down like two locations, and then you know yeah. I'm gonna start filming all that process. It's gonna become like a documentary on oh, how to, cool. on opening the store and uh, the process of it, um, paperwork, you know, the boring. I mean, all that crap, kind of just filling it up, and you know, all that kind of stuff. So
0: I think uh, it would be great. You know, I'd love to see something up here. I, I I want to see how well retail does once we sort of come out of the pandemic for real. You know, when people really. Are back to normal, and I think there might be a sort of renaissance of retail, and not only local card shops and comic shops, but there might be an opportunity for wrestling up here. And well, some of us
1: actually, my, really my buddy that I
0: watch, my buddy that I've watched wrestling with for like the last 20 years, um, he's been wanting to do something forever. And then we talked about doing something online. And I said, no, let's wait and see how things shake out. Especially when you mentioned that you might be doing something in conjunction with the wrestling store in sure. California, that you might. And, and
1: he's prospered during the pandemic. He's done pretty well through the pandemic. I mean, you know, California being what it is in Los Angeles, you know, with all the mandates going up and down all the time, open, close, open, close, open, close. He yeah. still managed to survive in something that sure. killed most mom and pop and small businesses. And he's still done well and has thrived in that. And he didn't even he didn't even tap his online capabilities, which is you know, I grill him all the time about that. Like, you know, you could have even done better. Um, you know, you did well, but you could have done really good.
0: Yeah, like at- even, even Anthony's been down during one of the most plumb times for him to be selling. Yeah. You know, he started running into these problems and I'm like, shit, but is is do-
1: a full-time gig though, besides doing that.
0: Yes, but yeah i know but he's got he's got a lot of inventory that he could be selling you know it'd
1: be different that you know if you with your you know your your real estate stuff that you do so that's your that's your bread that's your bread and butter right there you know which fuels your hobbies like that for you to go and open up a brick and mortar like that becomes like a side project for you because you can afford to do that with your normal business yeah and that's
0: that's what i would consider doing but if i could if i could set up something that made a few bucks on the side and sure my buddy something to do you know i would love it you know because it would be connected to wrestling and everything else
1: i might be looking for investors here in phoenix
0: <laughs> Well, maybe maybe i'll buy into a store in phoenix yeah yeah
1: you, know, you never know so um never know a lot of good stuff going on some good times happening here it's and it's a great time not only be a wrestling fan but a, a wrestling card collector um yeah there's just a lot of cool stuff coming out and it's just um
0: yeah this uh, month again was one of the craziest months you know yeah. but both in the product and in in wrestling itself yeah. and then all these macro announcements with fanatics and with pwcc and, and all that stuff but we're on it you know we're we're here it. To people we we're, we're let people know about it and well, you know, we, do. we can always get our opinions on twitter probably we give sure. too many opinions but there you we, go uh, and
1: we're and so let's say in closing here then, where, where can people uh, who's watching this for the first time find you
0: yeah, if you've never been to the Wrestling Card Price Guide, don't forget the the. It's the thewrestlingcardpriceguide.com. And uh, we've got, you know, uh, going back to day one to present day uh, pictures and or videos and, and rough pricing on, on all that stuff um, on Twitter, which is sort of the only place where I communicate. I don't do facebook and insta uh, it's it's card underscore guide my name's paul and thanks as usual tony for having me i mean your your social paul,
1: media stuff is there on your website too right yeah it's
0: all there too and thanks to, again I, I often say this when i when i do these things thanks to everyone that take the time to come and see the site it's a labor of love for me and i appreciate that people enjoy it
1: yep uh, and, and, and for me you can, you can contact everything everything is on wrestlingtradingcards.com everything all of the social media pages. Yeah, buy the shirt. If, if the by the time this comes out and there's not any shirts left, I mean, uh, that'd be great. Well,
0: but... you might have to buy mine at double the price if you don't get yeah. one now.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, you'll sell the shirt, but you won't sell your cards. Great. Yeah, uh, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, trust me, you're going to want to collect these shirts. If they go well, you're going to want to collect no. them. I, well, I like, I like
0: the little I like the little card in the tag. I might cut out that card and put it in 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 a box. Hey, well, it's not going
1: to be in the tag. It's going to be actually, you know, attached to the, the shirt itself. I had to go out and buy the the, the tagger. I had to buy the tag gun. So oh. I had that with like a thousand of the little you know, white. Uh, uh,
0: so you know, you'll physically uh, do that yourself. I'm gonna physically do some.
1: I'm hand numbering each one of them. The twenty-five. Um, Have your wife
0: do a little video of that while you're doing that for twenty. I
1: probably will because I'm going to record that yeah. as well. Um, yeah, record that. That would be fun. I may I may actually print like three extras with the tags as well but the tags will be like you know pr1 pr2 pr3 for myself my son you know just to have yeah. something for myself sure. um but I, I don't want to take away from the 25 that people want to get and collect
0: no so No. Well, congratulations on that and when do you figure are those couple of weeks you'll start producing them
1: uh the second these uh sell out i can put my order and saying hey i need to get five largest six extra larges, yeah, know. So. it
0: won't take long probably another what two, two
1: weeks, weeks, weeks from, from that, after yeah. that yeah so yeah. they're gonna be having pronounced Yeah, yeah. congratulations,
0: man! It's all come together. If I would have said to you back in the summer when we we're talking, okay, in the summertime, WTC is gonna be done. You're gonna finish your first trading card release. You're gonna be on show number 50, and you're gonna be putting out a T-shirt, right?
1: I, I would have, I would have just laughed at you. Yeah, <laughs> I would have laughed at you. And, and,
0: and I would said oh, by the way, CM Punk's coming back. You'd laugh at to that. <laughs> <laughs> I like. I you
1: know, you're, you're crazy, man. Paul, take. Yeah. Drinking crazy juice. All right. All right, right, man. man. See you next month. Thank you. Until next time, guys, uh, we will be out.